0: And hello, 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 and thank you for joining us. It's another beautiful day here in Big D, Dallas, Texas, and we have another great show for you. Welcome to Change Matters Solutions, in the weekly stream and podcast, and we always have a great time. Remember, you can listen live at higrradio.com or just wherever you listen to your podcast. Again, we've got another beautiful day and another great show and a great, great guest lined up for you, so be sure to stick and stay and don't go away. I'm your host, Kenny Hendricks. And I'm
1: your host, Colette Williams. And as Kenny Hendricks says, we've got a great guest lined up for you this afternoon. I've known this wonderful lady for a long time, and I'm so proud that she's with us this afternoon. This is, how do they say, it never rains in California? Well, guess what? California is falling off in the dream.
0: You know that there are actually two songs that say it never rains in Southern California? There are two songs? Yeah, there's an R and B song. There's an old rock song back wow. in the I like think late seventies. It never rained in Southern California. Mm, well, yeah. guess what? Yeah, that's all gone.
1: That's <laughs> all, all gone. gone. <laughs> They're losing money on it's
0: that right. one. It needs to be. It's always raining in Southern California. Always raining. I was, watching, I was yes. watching the videos on it. I am just, I am just blown completely away. Yeah. I I grew up in in in, in L A. Never saw anything like that.
1: Yeah, and, and you it, should see right now the five. The snow is crazy on the five right now as we speak. Right
0: 25, 25 million people under flood water.
1: Yes. Yes. Because it's the whole city. It's the entire city. But you know what? That's what folks get for saying that they are exclusive, that the great weather is exclusive just to California. No, there's weather everywhere. There's weather everywhere. Some have it better than others. But don't diss folks. You know what? Like people in California say, I don't mind paying for the weather. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. It is pouring. It, I'm listening. I can hear it now.
0: It has, it I, I, I watched down. this morning the 101 at the 4th street off ramps, but it's yes. really flooded. Yes. Yes. There.
1: yes. And people in LA proper drive through it like they can walk on water. And oh. it's amazing to me.
0: They used to do that here until people were drunk You remember the booty slide?
1: Yeah, yes.
0: I wonder what that looks like right now. That's, <laughs> that's got to be raging waters down the exactly. there right now. Exactly,
1: that's raging waters or landslide.
0: <laughs> Folks, the booty slide is, we grew up in Pasadena, so there was right by the Rose Bowl where the water comes down and it's a natural river, it turns into the concrete river. And I guess it's yes. about a three-foot ramp. And it's full of moss. So you slide on your booty. <laughs> <But> <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. Uh, I bet, which very good. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I, it's got to be amazing. It's it is amazing. Under the Suicide Bridge, if you know about that. The who? Suicide Bridge.
1: Oh, in Pasadena.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Remember Suicide Bridge? Right. Right. Right.
1: It's yes, right, right underneath that. Yeah. Well, this has the entire state has been taken over by mm-hmm. rain snow the only thing that hasn't happened is black ice that's the only thing that hasn't happened they leave it black ice is left to to dallas and and the east coast but this rain is non-stop and the weatherman who is dallas rains continues to say and the weekend it's going to be beautiful but hold on because it's coming back okay it's coming back. And you know what? Just deal with it and change your attitude. That's all I say. Humble yourselves before Mother Nature and God, and maybe they'll stop this. Because it's going to take Mother Nature and God. Because this is just going on and on and on. But let me switch reels for a minute, and then I want to hurry up and get to our special guest. This idea, and it's I, I think it's an ideation. This idea that the district attorney in New York is going to arrest the maggot and they're barricading the city. They're doing all kinds of things to ensure that if the Oath Keepers and the rest of those clowns come back, that they'll be ready for anything. This fool needs to be arrested because he's so stupid. I believe exactly the way Jimmy Kimmel says he is the dumbest person on the planet. That's what Jimmy Kimmel says. And I love Jimmy Kimmel. This dude has told everybody that he's going to be arrested on Tuesday. And he knows that those followers of his are going to believe everything that he says, and they're going to tear up the city. They're going to do everything they can to destroy everything in his name. So there are protesters in front of the Mar-a-Lago place, all kinds of things going on. I cannot yet understand why he is allowed to even be out and allowed to talk. This is something that I just can't understand at all. Even though the charges that are being brought against him now have to do with the money that he paid for Stormy Daniels, he's done so many other things. Arrest him because he needs to be. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And we have a client who believes that he was the best thing. And I don't talk politics with him. He's a good guy. I just don't talk politics with him. And there are other people that think that he is a good guy. And I have yet to see. And and someone said that he made things easy for the black community. He was able to put this out and did that. Okay, if you, I'm not going to dispute that because maybe that's what he did on Uranus. He didn't do it
0: here. <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting. to and the people, and they act like it was utopia when he was in office. We didn't have these problems. We didn't have this problem. We didn't have that. We had problems, just like they we have problems now. We're always going to problem. have problems. But they want to make it seem like everything the world was rosy. Maybe it was for them. But not for the rest of the world. But not for the rest of the world.
1: Not, and the things that he did were just so unconscionable and despicable. And I don't understand how anybody could say that when he was living in the White House, that things were better. I don't get that. I, I just... I And I'm really trying to be open-minded about it. I've opened my mind with a can opener. It ain't happening. I just can't see it. I just cannot see it. And, and now we've got the LAUSD strike and yeah the, i was reading about that yeah the strike is it's really really important it's it's going to devastate the system it's going to devastate the city but they brought in carvalho from miami-dade he makes 400,000 a year he gets all the perks that are possible he gets a car he gets a driver He gets to be in front of the camera anytime he wants. He gets lifelong benefits. He gets everything. And the district still pays people a wage that is below poverty. So, and he still says he wants to do this and -and so-and-so. But he has not come down out of the ivory tower. He's on 24. I'm on 25. I saw him get off the elevator and go out his secret door. And he doesn't even speak. He doesn't even speak. He pushed the wrong button and he just, he's just a different kind of person. And I was talking with one of my colleagues this morning and it appears that everybody feels the same way. Why are you paying people from other places who don't know the culture of this district to come in, get this astronomical amount of money, get all the perks, make all the changes Come in, and, and then it's crazy. And then well, everything goes crazy. He's been in a year, and this well, is remember, a very bad look for him,
0: a very bad look. Remember they did that here in Dallas? I can't remember his yes, name. Yeah, that was H- Hosa. Hosa. yeah. They brought him Hosa. in, and he made them pay him like $5 million to leave. He yeah. came in, and he just screwed things up really. Yeah. He wanted to outsource the entire school system and privatize it.
1: But that was Hinojosa twice. Hinojosa was there twice. He was there I, in the I, district. Yeah, I remember he was there twice. Hinojosa, after Hinojosa the first time, I believe a woman came in.
0: Yeah, and they busted her because she was absconding with money. Yeah, she By, was. There. <laughs> right, that's right. I remember yeah. that. I remember. Buying that. money for her condo. So yes. Buying money, Buying furniture right. for a condo and stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, and then Hinojosa came back and then he said, see, I wasn't so bad after all. But as I have said, and I will maintain, this district and many other districts throughout the country are simply about the business of the district. They're not concerned about students because students are a liability. So they're not going to put all their eggs in the student basket. Kids are a liability. I don't care how you slice it. Kids yes, are sure making that. no money. Yep. Kids are a liability. So this district, is very, very, very strong on making sure that the business of the district
0: comes first. And you know, since there's been all this white flight the past 20, 30, 40 years, right. they are really not concerned with what's going on in the school. No, they're they not. No, They've they got melanated students in there and they really could not give, they a don't care, care. They be they nice don't. here about what's going on. They're right. doing those things. There are people moving up Simi Valley and out to those places and they're well taken care of. Right. and let, let, the, let, let the inner cities burn. That's, I mean, that's
1: right. the attitude. That, that is the attitude. And while we are on that subject, I want to bring in and introduce someone who is really, really special. Sarah Harris, who I've known since, I think, the late 80s, early 90s. Sarah and her sister started doing business in L.A. God, eons ago. Sarah's going to get me for that but I think she started in 1997 or eight, but I met them before that. They are way out in the Inland Empire. They've done graphics design. They've been in the business industry for a long time. I remember Wendy and I went to a three-day meeting. We were given the auspicious opportunity by a friend of ours at Nestle to join this course. And it was a Harvard business course, and it was absolutely awesome. And it was preparing us for the year 2000 and how to do business in the millennial. Sarah has obviously done something very, very well because Skip Cooper, Earl Skip Cooper, who was the beginning of the Black Business Man's Association, saw to it that Sarah came in and took his place. So her predecessor had been in since 1970. And all these years, the only one that could step in and take his place and effectively run this business, this Black Business Association, Sarah Harris. Sarah, how are you?
2: Wonderful, so awesome to be here and took me down um Memory Lane there and it has I cannot believe that it has been that long. But yeah. It has time has flown by. But it's it's such my honor to be here today with you. It, it really
1: is. It's good to have. Yeah. yeah, time has gone yeah. by so fast. I can't believe we we're ending the first quarter of the year.
2: You know, yeah. that's why Every moment is precious. That's right. Um, you can't take anything for granted, and you you do the best while you can in the moment um, that you can, and then um, turn it over to God because it all works itself out in that way. But every moment is precious. It just it's a it's so fast. My when we met, my child was a toddler. That's right. That's and right. He's grown, graduated from college, on a job, and everything. And I'm like, yes. If the time just goes by so fast.
1: time goes by so fast, and my kids are in their forties. Would you believe? So
0: when uh, we uh, met,
1: my kids names. were yeah they were they were younger. But <laughs> time goes by,
0: and my kids are, kids are so old. They're older than me.
1: Yeah, my kids are almost the same age I am. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying they're catching up with me.
0: Yeah, they're, they're older kid, than me, and I'm their uncle. Okay, so. yeah,
1: they're catching up with me. So wow, how did that happen? but it does. But Sarah, let's start at the very beginning. You started, as I said, back a while ago Mm -hmm. and you were actually, uh, doing graphics.
2: Yeah. I I was a baby in the woods in terms of, you know, just like finding my way and trying to discover, um, what was Sarah all about? And, um, I fortunately, um, was working with my sister older sister Wendy Gladney who is the consummate professional and at the time she had a event management company and so working with her um that was just my in into um community mm-hmm. and um discovering what community is all about um being of service Um, meeting and learning um, those in the community or who were doing things. And so it just became a love and a passion for um, wanting to because for me, my inclinations and my talents lie in um, presentation, design, marketing, um, just wanting to um, uh, make things be presented in the best possible um, manner and so a lot of what i did with wendy in terms of uh with her clients was doing graphic design. Uh so yeah, <laughs> that was uh where i, you know, came into being with that and then from there i just started branching off and and doing things that lit my um uh that, you know, pulled on my talents as that and started branching off with a magazine right. um You know, my own creative design firm and marketing firm. And so from there, as I was doing that and, you know, going around and, and, and learning and meeting people in the community, who did I walk up on? (laughs) That was Skip. That's (laughs) right. Cooper at the BBA, Mr. BBA himself, the Black Business Association. So. My association with the Black Business Association been for over uh, 22, 23 years or so. It was just before the start of the new millennium, basically, that um, I, um, I linked up with him and started working with the Black Business Association.
1: And I do remember... Back when it was the Black Business Mans Association, yeah, Men's like Association. Business,
2: Black Business Men's Association. Yes. yes. It started yes. off that way. It started off that way. They saw the errors of their ways. Their ways, that's right. <laughs> and they, they saw know. the errors of their ways.
1: And had to this is a man
0: world. Oh, yeah, right. Right.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. It might <laughs> be your world, <girl>, but we won <laughs> it. That's oh, right. Okay. And it's nothing without us, okay? Right. That's so, what James said, yep. Yeah, so it really is uh, quite interesting to see how all of us have evolved in, in our path because we've all been close for quite some time and we've all reached levels that, that we can certainly be proud of. Mm-hmm. And you have done the magazine, you've done, you've been in graphics, you've done a number of things in in that industry, Tell us about the magazine, the SoCal magazine.
2: Well, um, my first iteration was called Save the Date, which I started right around at 2000.
0: Yes. And
2: so with my connection with the events and with Wendy and community, everything, it really started out as wanting to provide a master calendar of events for greater Los Angeles. And so it started out as this newsletter with mainly a listing of um, events, but I I um included articles. And, you know, over time, it just grew into a full-on magazine. I said, whoa, what have I got here? Right, <laughs> right. I remember so, saying you know, the know, day. Yeah, yes. we had interviews with Chris Rock and Anthony Anderson, the mayor at the time, um Anthony, uh, Antonio Virodosa. Um, and, and many others, and it just uh, became a, a, a celebrated publication, um, sought after because, again, uh, we included the master calendar of events in there. And so did that for about 10 years. And then the, um, uh, you know, the recession, um, the downturn of the economy hit. Around two thousand eight, nine, and it, and just the industry of with publications and magazines itself, it was just like a horrible time for it. Right. So it's just some like evaluating, you know, everything. Um, and again, now we have the pandemic. I in two thousand nineteen, I started my second publication, which I currently still publish. It's called Sweet Life SoCal, S U I T E Life SoCal. And um, and and then I started that in 2019 uh, because it was just a love, and I wanted to get back to really showcasing the good works and in, um, inspiring, um, you know, ventures and things going on in the community. So I started that up again. But then, of course, the pandemic hit, and so it was another pivot. But thank God, it wasn't one where um, had to choose to shutter another issue something but it, it really helped to um make it better and, and 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 the things and ways that we're doing it so you know um and one respect it was a blessing um because we shifted from you know having a heavy print side to it to making that limited and making it more of a digital publication so mm-hmm. um you know that's that's pretty much the course of in terms of being a magazine publisher of uh that i've taken over 20 some years now (laughs) wow to say that but yeah i started at the um turn of the century and here we are today with now sweet life socal magazine
0: wow you know uh sir you are the president and ceo of the black business association and i'm looking at your logo there and it says uh, advocating for the advancement of black business. Mm-hmm. Give us a one word, one sentence synopsis of what it means advocating for black business. What, what does that look like? In, of a, I don't necessarily want to hold you to one sentence. Really? It's a synopsis, synopsis, synopsis. I mean, I ability. actually
2: can give you one word in, 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 and that would be representation. um in terms of representing, um to the best of our ability For Black businesses, as well as other minority um, disadvantaged um, businesses, to be able to um, speak for, um, uplift, to showcase our accomplishments, our contributions, knowing that without Black enterprise, without Black innovation, um, you know, where would America and the world be? Um, we have so many contributions um, and and things to be proud of that uh, it just astonishes me the more and more that I keep learning about more and more of them. Um, uh, one of the things that the pandemic did was it, it opened people's eyes to things like um, Tulsa, Oklahoma with, you know, um, uh, Black um, market uh, street. And so... Uh, Black Wall Street, I should say, and things like that just it's there's there's so many untold stories still, and I think that is an imperative for the Black Business Association on top of um, providing access to capital uh, opportunities of uh, uh, resources, educational resources for financial literacy and networking opportunities and all those kind of things. We, We still um, strive to provide all of those kinds of benefits for our members, but um, we have to keep our foot on the pedal, on on you know the, on the net of people to understand that um, we have contributed to America and we deserve to have our um, uh, piece, our equal piece of the pie. And, and then some in terms of making up for the kinds of things that they keep trying to, you know, bring us back on, take away from, and all of that stuff. There's been too many of that. So for me, it's representation that I want to stress, um, for this next chapter of the BBA, um, to, so that, because in representation, People see themselves and people understand what they can also be capable of as well. And so that's just important to me and to the BBA. What,
0: what is it that, that, that black businesses need? Um, you know, even today, black businesses struggle more than mm-hmm. any other business out there. And we, and we have issues with support. Uh, we have issues with gaining, uh, operating capital and things like that. But, but why are we still struggling? Here is 2023, and we are still struggling as, as as a community from a business standpoint. Why are we still struggling, and what must we do to get the it, broad?
2: Right. You know there there are a number of different um, answers and and reasons to um, to that. What I can tell you is um, a few of the things is that, like for instance, there are opportunities now. Um, unfortunately, due to uh, things like the death of George Floyd and uh, many of um, others who have suffered at the hands of for police brutality and other reasons um, related to racism and discrimination and so forth, um, the, the money is and opportunities are flooding in at this moment. And so but what's happening is, especially with talking to our corporate partners, is that, uh, you know, even though the opportunity is there, businesses are not ready, you know, um, are they certified? Do they have their financials in order? Um, do you have the, the necessary resources or the cash flow? to be able, if you get this contract opportunity, can you handle it? Because many times you get a contract opportunity, but you won't get paid really for months, you know? Um So fact, yeah. There, yeah, there are a number of reasons that still hamper the opportunity for um, Black and diverse businesses to be able to expand and increase their capacity. And so I'm looking forward to the Black Business Association being able to find um, solutions that help to um, mitigate or overcome those things like for instance with the cash flow um, we uh, uh, were presented with an opportunity where um, th- there is um, uh, what do you call it a, a company a, a firm that has access to like uh, several hundred million dollars in um, capital that they what they will do is you get a contract with a government agency or um, if it's like you have a product or something excuse me a product or something where with walmart costco whatever and you get this um invoice you get this contract with them and but you are short on cash flow well all they need is to have that um contract a legitimate contract from a bona fide agency or corporation or something and they will you know fund you to get uh uh, to help you um narrow that gap if 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 the cash flow is the only reason why you wouldn't Mm -hmm. be able to take the contract so that's one type of solution that can help and assist businesses that normally probably would not be able to accept or, or or take the contract now they have the opportunity to do it. And this particular one, uh, it's not about, um, uh, your FIFO score, about your credit score or anything. It's solely based upon the, the legitimacy of the contract and them knowing that, okay, I, we know that we can, it's covered by this government agency or, or corporation or whatever. So that's one type of solution. That I'm looking forward to the Black Business Association being able to um, provide an offer to our members as a way to overcome these hurdles.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, what is the difference between the Black Business Association and the Black Chamber of Commerce? You work with them, or are you guys completely?
2: Well, Never. you know, get you asked that question all the time, and 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 quite frankly, it's like yes, we have um some of the same goals and um missions and everything but we 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 all have our special um focus touch or 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 something Mm -hmm. to it in terms of what we do i know one thing from the the bba right now is um it to me it's more of a um intimate um a a closer connection to chambers can be and this isn't not a knockout on because we, we love volume and capacity, but they they have a, a, a larger uh, membership base to deal with. And and so, therefore, the focus or attention on an individual basis may not be there as much as what we provide. Mm.
0: Mm. I see. Okay. Now, interestingly enough, I, I spent four years in IT, so when we started talking about moving toward technology, that always interests me. Um, How has, and from a business standpoint, how has that changed what you do in your business? And what is your advice for black business owners who are struggling with technology and haven't maybe even decided to up their skills on technology? Technology is here to say it's advancing. Mm -hmm. We need to be prepared for it. What's your advice to these businesses who are falling behind
2: yeah well for i would say is you know for me out when computers pcs came out i just like snapped to it like a, a fly to glue paper because um it, it just intrigued me about what the possibilities could be with this machine and then when connecting it on the internet oh my god yeah so Um, For me, it was just a natural that, um, and I'm not saying that I am the the techiest, the high tech wizard or nothing like that, but I did understand um, the value and capabilities, the possibilities with tech. Um, So my first thing would be to not be afraid of it, not, um, um, don't shy away and really lean into it. Because, yes, tech is here to stay. And um, we're not going to get away from it. And things are going to the next level. We have AI. AI. Oh, my God. Amazing, <laughs> yeah. uh, arts. Amazing art pieces. Uh, it can replicate your voice. It can replicate yep. how you look. It, oh, it, it's driving cars. You know, yes. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's doing so much. So um, you, is that what
1: we really want, though?
2: Hey, I Doesn't mean, you know, it's here. It's here. There, there, there's that discussion on terms of what the what are we setting ourselves up for? What are we setting ourselves up for? Because and the robots are going to take over. There's the discussion about what can it do for you. So yeah,
0: I well, get we, it. We we have, we have to be ahead of that curve. When well, I tell you, and I spent forty years in IT. So I've never first time I got on the computer, I didn't bother me at all. I was like that age. I I I do it. Never afraid of it. When I tell people who are afraid of it, I say, you know, if you hit the button, you hit the wrong button, guess what? Nobody's gonna die. You know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. there are people with jobs, you mess up doctor, airline pilot, people die when they mess up. You start messing with that computer, nobody's gonna die. You know, you backspace, you may, you might delete a file, you might do something wrong, but nobody's gonna die. So don't, do not be afraid. And people really need to, Embrace the technology and use the technology, but don't let the technology use you. I think yeah. that's where we are. We're at a point where we are being, many of us are being used by the technology. Social media was meant for people to get together and, and stay connected with friends and family and to become a political tool. So mm-hmm. the technology is using us now and being, being used for a lot of the things. And We do have to be careful about that. But it yeah. is here to stay. It is here to stay. You know, and where is are going to beat us. I I don't know, but some of the things I'm seeing today are just just far beyond the imagination. The whole AI thing is insane.
1: It is insane, and they're talking about that now. That was on the news today. They're using the robots to Mm. do all kinds of things. So I, I'm not afraid of technology. I'm not afraid of the computer. I'm not afraid of the internet. But I think that everyone should be mindful of what's coming. It's mm-hmm. not, it's no more what the possibilities are. It's already here. And mm-hmm. these robots are, are doing so many things everywhere. Yeah. Robots are taking over. And now in China, and China has brought them over to this country, mm-hmm. and that is the robots that look like women. They look like women and they look yes. like
2: I've been them. I've been seeing that for a while. Yeah, i was like oh my god really that's, <laughs> that's crazy,
0: crazy. i me old-fashioned but i prefer a fashion blood woman
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but maybe but you don't know else, and it's it's something that you really need to pay attention to because absolutely just say even if um you're still saying to yourself i hear y'all but i don't want nothing to do with tech i'm good over here or whatever um you still need to pay attention because tech is 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 in your life and it's going to encounter you one way or another and my best advice would be to not don't be quick to react to something because you never know if it's real or fake that's right so you respond to something thinking that it's real but it's actually fake Mm -hmm. and you know you can cause yourself a world of trouble that's so right. take your time and reacting to something that you see, especially if something tells you, you know, hmm, you know, it, 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 there's, cause you, your spidey senses will go off and you'll be like, hmm, listen to that. Um, because I tell you, um, you know, back in the day, like, you know, a few years ago or more, you know, we were uh, having to look at emails and, 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 and be leery about cooking, um, links and stuff like that they're getting fancy now they're oh it's
1: it's terrible this morning they talked about (laughs) yeah
2: they're getting fancy now yeah a
1: girl who used her life savings for uh, a house she was buying a house she and her mother young girl and she got all the paperwork done and it was time to do the funding and it was a scam it was a scam that, and it looked like the real deal,
2: mm-hmm. but it
1: was a scam and it was all done on the computer. Every drop of it, yeah, the escrow fast. company, they duped the escrow company. They duped the mortgage company because they were technological geniuses and they knew how to do this. They knew how to hurt people, scam people. Mm-hmm. And they did. They took her for $30,000.
2: Wow.
1: And you know, they're sitting back just saying, Ooh, now we can travel.
2: Yes. Okay. Gotta be careful. Yeah. Gotta be careful. And And in business, it's so important to really um, uh, stay in tune with uh, the different technologies that are being used in business because it's going to help accelerate other businesses far beyond. Um, yes. what if you're not engaging in that far beyond the then what you can keep up with and so you really want to stay competitive um, exactly uh, yep the, the center by lenders <laughs> um there uh, i believe there should be starting soon an accelerator uh the digital um literacy seller accelerator program um for businesses for this reason and i think that is excellent because um, you'll get left far behind. <laughs> but you right. know, if,
0: people, if, you, if you don't have a certain level of technical expertise, people are not going to want to do business with you. Right. Because mm-hmm. they're making so many things so easy, paying people by PayPal and Venmo and I oh, want to see everyone sale and all these different things. Right. And if somebody says, hey, I want to do a job for you, okay, you, I want to come in. And I got 10,000 job on want to hire for. You, but I'm only going to be able to pay you with PayPal. or I don't use PayPal. Right. Board. You're not going to be able to get the pay. You know, right. not, I don't use Venmo. I don't use Zelle. I don't do this. You know, and you hear people go, oh, I just like, I like cash. I like, that's not the way it's going to be. Like it or not, that's that's you the way it is. You have to
2: make yourself more accessible as possible these days um, because of the more hindrances or the more ways that you, you, if you're making people jump through a bunch of hoops, you'll lose that opportunity. And that is. Um, the other thing that you were asking about is um what kind of like handles the businesses. One of the things is like we are leery about spending money on certain yeah. things, you yeah, know. Right. Um it really costs to do business in many ways and there are certain things that um it, you, you just have to pay for because in it when you talk about your time you know, or having to do things manually or what have you, if you were to price that out, what you would spend um, uh, for the alternative or the old way of doing things versus just paying a nominal fee for this particular thing that can just be a, a, a over a world-changing yeah. thing for you, right. it's worth it um from coming from a marketing background of course the big thing people don't like to pay for advertising they don't like to pay for uh anything related to that uh part of it is uh, you know but there's a measure of you know investment that you need to do to put into yourself um to pre- present yourself in the in a in a way where people are would be drawn to you. Yeah, Yes. Yeah. Worth the investment, you yeah. know? And
0: see, so, so, so many of us are looking for that immediate return. I'm not getting anything back. I'm not going to spend any money on it. But you have to spend and things like, uh, how things appear. You know, when you're in right. business, how things appear are very important. People see things mm-hmm. and it doesn't fit their eye. They may not come back. I, there was a, a local uh, chicken place here, uh, they were out of, uh, Tennessee, I think, they're out of Memphis. Really, really good chicken. I love going to a back-home business. I supported them every time I could. And I went in there a couple of times. it had one of those soda refrigerators out front. And a couple of times, it was empty. Mm. Now, I may not see much, but when you walk in, when you see the empty re- refrigerator, it, mm. doesn't look, it doesn't look good. No, right. Take the thing and move it in the back. Right. Just get it out of the way. Just the appearances of things. And I think a lot of people in our community don't understand that those are the types of things that 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 will cause people not to come back, and it's right. service. and many of us have an issue with service. We've got yeah. to be able to have great service. Yeah. When you go to a restaurant and you pay two hundred dollars for a meal, you're not pay, you're not getting the meal. It's worth two hundred dollars. You're getting right. service. You're getting service that's worth two hundred dollars. The food's gonna be good. Food's probably gonna be good. But when you leave there, what you're gonna remember is the service. And I tell people a story before I, I left California. My wife and I went to uh late dinner one night over in Beverly Hills, way down on the, the end of sunset. Can't even remember the name of the restaurant. We had, it was a late dinner, like nine o'clock. As a matter of fact, Stevie Wonder came through there that night. We had four words. We had four, so one person taking our order, wow. the other one serving us wine, the other getting our water, getting our four words. Wow. Okay. I could not tell you to this day what I ate that night, but I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. Service. That must
1: certain be prestation.
0: Price. Yeah. Service will bring people back. Yes, Better, For sure. to bring it back. And yes. we still think, oh, I got this great food. I'm not, just what I'm not No. Yeah. It's not to have service. And I think many of us are lacking in that area.
2: Right. For sure. And I can tell you that for my, to um, both publications, Save the Date Magazine and now Sweet Life SoCal, um, I can tell you that more than 50% of my um, success can be because I have this my graphic design um, uh, um, background and what I could lend to it because I I lay it out I design the publication and so just from the presentation of it we have excellent articles and photography and all that stuff I I've, I've been so blessed with a great team of um, editorial team that um. I, I just I don't I don't know what to say about that. I just been very blessed. But the first impression, the first thing that you see is the presentation and the graphic design and the layout and all of that, and that's what really kind of draws you in. So um, without that, I know that it, I don't believe that I would have, or it would take longer to have the success that I have with both publications. I didn't
0: understand that. I, right. I, I completely agree. Absolutely.
2: Right. Well,
1: we are moving into what we know is simply digital. Everything is digital. Yes. Everything is about that digital service. So we just have to make sure that we are in tune, that we're mindful and that we're keeping up. And it's unfortunate that a lot of what goes on, we don't get it. Black businesses don't get it until it's been out there for so many years. It's down the road. So we just have to remember to be mindful of what's going on. I will not tell you that I'm gonna have that woman that's a robot, no thank you, (laughs) no thank you. When they showed it on the news, my mouth hit the floor. I just went, you gotta be kidding me. And she, what I saw tall, White woman, of course, dark hair, and 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 the way they design white women—that's what you. Nope, nope, nope. They design white women. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it was. (laughs) That's exactly what it was. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. But anyway, we are—we're moving, and it's important that black businesses keep in step. It's really important, and as we have been letting folks know, on the 28th of this month, which is next Friday, I mean, sorry, next Tuesday, we're having a another event. It's called uh, Black Excellence in Media, Black Women Speak, and I certainly hope that you will be joining us, Sarah, because we're talking about areas in which Black people have a struggle, and unfortunately, the struggle continues and even though we may be doing what's necessary in the digital age in the digital space there are areas that we still are not able to penetrate in the right. way that we should be media is one of those mm-hmm. media is a big big thing and i'm sure you know that bet is on the table bet is they're bidding
2: on bet well i heard that Tyler Perry got it
1: Oh, that must be recent.
2: Yeah, I, I think I heard it the other day. Tyler Perry beat out Byron Allen, and I guess whoever really, else. Maybe
1: Byron Byron Allen got it. No, I don't
2: know. No. Tyler Perry. I mean,
1: Tyler Perry got. It. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Perry beat Byron Allen.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Really. But it's great to see two black men going at it. I love that.
0: <laughs>
2: well, I hope God. they collaborate because they were, well, they were I, you know, yeah. I, I hope I they
1: collaborate. Messing. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were five bids on the table. The mm-hmm. last thing I read was a comment that uh Travis Montague left, and that was be careful because Paramount might take it off the table. Mm-hmm. If the bids
0: what would you say? I, I'm reading here that both Tyler, Myron Allen, and P. Diddy were all looking at it. Um, yes, yes. Uh, I don't see that. Not that it's not true. I just see where it <laughs> says that Tyler got it. Um,
2: well, we can verify it, but I was, yeah. I was told that Tyler Perry. And
0: then you could, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just saying it's not. It could be. It um, could be. And
2: then the other
1: thing is that over on uh, Santa Rosalia in L.A., where the Crenshaw Mall, the backside of the Crenshaw Mall, mm-hmm. all of that area has been taken over, and the the rumor was that that was going to be something similar to Tyler Perry Studios, and he might be the owner of that property.
2: No, yeah. well, I don't know if he'll be the owner of that property, but it's no rumor. It's the it's called the Stalker Street Creative, and it will be virtually a uh, a studio. Um, located in um with the inner city that will have all of the state of the art and, and refinements that any other um many studio okay. should have and it will be um ran by and for um people of color. Really? So, yes. Um the woman um her Jessica um her last name is escape it starts with an S, I think but she is um uh and and others but she's really the the one that is just leading the way in terms of financing and 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 facilitating its development and uh i'm just so proud of that um uh stan washington um the uh, uh sharif franklin um all of them are over there doing their thing to make it happen and i believe it it they say that it should be all up and and operational by 26 i believe um oh really uh, yeah i believe so because you know with like the olympics and other stuff come a lot of stuff coming around they they really 28 i think it is yeah pocket for all that stuff so i think like 26 or something uh 2026 so yeah, it's 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 happening, you know. Yes, yeah. Um, it's definitely happening, and there's of course we got Destination Crenshaw. That stuff is is um they're trying to have the what is that the um, monorail here or something that that shoots out um over this over the city at, in Lamarck Park area. You see, have you seen the renderings? It's like a I haven't seen it. It's what is it? Amazing a monorail. Is it a monorail? No, well, no, okay, so we have the rail, we have the, the, um, metro. The metro, yeah, Right there, right? And so it's going to be a, like a, a pier or something, like a bridge that kind of <laughs> goes out, curves around and comes back down. So it, you, you will be able to see, you know, um the, uh, views and, and little park settings and stuff. It's just really? Be amazing. And that's right there coming, um uh, you know Tavis Smiley's um Yes. Right that's, that's exactly. right right next to that. It's, oh. it's gonna be amazing and just you know, create these little vignettes of green spaces and art and everything. So I'm just really um excited to see um destination Crenshaw development come up. Uh, that's what it's called. called. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what it's called. I I wanna see that, but what I wanna see first <laughs> is that they
1: clean up the city. Well, uh, yeah. That's yeah. first. That's for, If they can do all of these things, then they can that's clean true.
2: up the city. See, um, I, I do know that um, L.A. County and I think um, uh, uh, CD8, Marquesas, uh Councilman mm-hmm. Marquesas District, mm-hmm. um, they have a, a facade um, improvement um, program where they are going around improving the fronts of businesses Along of the corridors of um, different sections, and and I know that Crenshaw will like be one of them. So it's it's really improving the look and feel and everything in these areas. So I'm happy that they are putting money into that kind of stuff, as well as they need to literally clean up the streets. <laughs>
1: They need to clean up the street.
2: You see it. That's it, right there. That's it. Okay. So it's like on on the left side that that where it's coming, the curve. Well, uh, go up to like the bridge area. Go to the right a little bit. To the the, okay, right there. Go up. There you go. Oh, this area right here. This whole thing that swoops and comes around and down. This whole thing right here. Yeah, Yeah. That whole thing. It, 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 you go up and you can see the whole city around you. And there's, does green this green. go
0: underground right here?
2: No, that, all that is a, is above ground and the Metro Link is adjacent to it, which goes underground. But this, this part stays above ground. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, it's amazing that they can do all of this, they can show you the renderings. Mm-hmm. And make all of these things happen, but they can't clean up the homelessness. They can't clean up the garbage Karen, in the Karen, city. Uh,
2: Mayor Bass is on a mission. <laughs> she's on, she's
1: definitely on a mission. She's on a
2: mission. When I
1: see this, I was yeah. driving down Broadway mm-hmm. two weeks ago, and I was in a lift, and I said, "Get off of Broadway! I don't want to see this. Get mm-hmm. off! Get on the freeway."
2: Yeah. Just
0: random bodies on
2: the. It's ground. a lot of. It's a lot of work. It's a Just, big undertaking. So, so how yeah, it's
0: can It's so bad off. It's, I don't don't know if you can fix it.
1: How do they do this? How do they create all of these things? But they can't and won't fix that issue. And my theory is that recording is not economically feasible for them to fix it.
2: Well, that that doesn't mean that you don't try. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and yeah, that doesn't mean you don't and try and so you don't say. I think the proof it. will be in the pudding. That's right. After we see the efforts that she has been doing and others have been doing. um, what comes, you know, if, we, if we look back at the, the report about what kind of impact, what kind of changes, what kind of improvement, I think that then they'll be able to see that, okay, if these things that she's applying, uh, if it's working, then you keep at it and build and do, and do better. So I agree with you. You know, it seems like, okay, nobody can really get a handle on it. Yes. Uh, but I'm hoping that she, uh, that she's making some strides at it. And yeah. She did
0: say when she, but just before she took off, she said she was declaring a state of emergency. Yeah. She did that.
2: That's right. I mean, and that's that was what incredible she incredible to me. Yeah. It, it yeah. unlocks resources. Resources, exactly. Yeah. You- typically wouldn't be able to get to and so exactly. what she did she showed that she means business and that um that she is going to make a difference right well right here
1: at imperial and the harbor freeway
2: mm-hmm. there is
1: a a group of containers and they've taken the containers and they've turned them into yeah. living spaces
2: yeah well, I've seen a whole lot of apartment buildings, the construction now, it all looks boxy to me now. <laughs> they, they are, because they are. All they all boxy.
1: But remember, there was an article in yeah. the LA Times, an yeah. article in another publication that said that they can't do this in the way that we're talking because mm-hmm. it would cost a million dollars to house a homeless person. It ain't a million dollars to house me. Mm. So how is it a million dollars
2: for me, When I hear something like that, I'm like, where did that come from? Where did, where they did get that, that, that come from? But yeah, where did they get that number from? Where like, did that come I, from? I, I, a lot of times I hear stuff, but I still take it with a grain of salt because yes. it's like telephone. You never know uh, what it started out to be. And mm-hmm. by the time it got to you, what yes. it ends up being? <laughs> That's right.
0: right. It's either that or you have somebody with more education and sense you know? Yeah,
1: exactly. And it yeah. shouldn't cost, it shouldn't cost the city $10,000 to house a homeless it really person. Should be, you know? It should so not cost, it should cost these, they,
2: have, they call it what the little homes or the, the um, tiny, tiny homes, homes or what have Yes. I'm wondering how impactful is that? I love the idea of um converting um unused um containers. You know, The containers or hotel or motel space or something like that, Um, and then um, implementing where um, affordable housing um, opportunities and also people, uh, they have a credit now, uh, a tax credit where if you build an ADU um, on your property, you can be able to get up to $40,000 in tax credits some people don't want to have those people living in the back of their uh um, in, in their backyard, yeah. which i can understand but then there of are course. some people that don't mind it at all and they get to have they get to increase on their property and get a tax credit and and then if, if the rental it becomes additional income so right there's a myriad of different solutions that we just have to keep applying um, to make it happen and know? i think it's easier than they want us
1: to believe i do i think it's easier
2: yeah i think
1: it's easier because i've been in la all my life and i've seen this gone from bad to god dog worse mm. i've seen it I, things that i never thought yeah. i would see it third world country is putting yeah. it lightly
2: it's I remember amazing. I was doing a photo shoot, um, at a studio downtown LA and, um, I was, I walked around the corner to go to the subway to get sandwiches for people. And just that little walk around the corner was just so depressing and the smell. And it, mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh wow, it's just really in your face. And I was wow. like, okay, this is bad. And,
0: and, and that's one of the problems. The problem is that they're there, but mm-hmm. the, what exacerbates the problem is the filth. Um, mm. I, I was in L.A. probably, I think it was about eight or nine years ago, and I had been there and I had seen things passing, mm. and I was on the south side. I said, let me, as I'm headed north look on the uh, 110, I got off at around Adams or something like that, just so I could go on the side road to see. Yeah, and third world country is putting it like yeah. there was no room on the sidewalks. If you were going to walk that that's right. down the street, that's that's you right. had to walk through the street. In the street, that's right. Build filth and is out right. there. That's the funny. dirty things and, and it's bad enough. And then they, when they took over Arthur Park, they were mm-hmm. camp, they were under, I saw pictures of people sleeping under the sign that says no camping. Right. right. And, and I guess they, they must have thought, well, I'm not camping, I live here. You know, so there's a difference. There right. is a it, difference. It's, it, 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 it is really so bad. Part of the problem is that, you know, you talk about the containers and the tiny homes and, and unused motels and hotels and things like that. Many of these people don't want to go into those facilities. Because they don't want to follow the rules. They don't want to stop doing drugs. Another, they don't want to... Uh, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. With,
2: dealing with people,
0: you know? Yeah, <laughs> <Right. yeah. laughs> and, and then, then you have the people with mental issues like that. Yeah.
2: There, I is. feel for public servants that have to tackle these kinds of things and and dealing with the the, the different machinations of of how you need to handle it. I feel for people because it's, there's... I a do too. I do and too. They, they
0: have to go there with the hoses, high-power mm. hoses and, yeah. and bring... The poop and stuff off the sidewalks. Mm. Of mm. it, is just, it, is it is just
1: bad. It's bad. It's, it's bad. It's
0: bad. It's just really we're talked about, about three minutes, left, and I want to make sure that Sarah gets a chance to tell people if they want to get in touch with the BBA or her or how they can do that social media and resources.
1: And before we go, Sarah, you've got to talk about this coming Saturday at the Salute to Black Women at the Hyatt Regency at LAX. Go ahead, Sarah.
2: Oh, my goodness, it's going to be a fabulous day. Uh, we this is we're also celebrating our 20th year of saluting black women, of course, started by um, Skip Cooper in 2003, which I was the, one of the first honorees at that one. It was so great. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, we are in our 20th year be at the Hyatt Regency Hotel at um, this Saturday and we're saluting um, Mayor Karen Bass. Uh, Congresswoman Sydney Tom lager Dove, um, uh, Beverly White, uh, and the uh, veteran um, journalist, as well as Pre- uh, Pat Prescott, um, both retired, um, uh, uh, Pat Prescott's uh, um, radio personality. And then Regina uh, Wilson, who's uh, the director of California Black Media. Oh, she's, she's making it happen for ethnic yeah. um, media. And um we have Devin Bakewell, um mm-hmm. assistant managing editor at the Los Angeles Sentinel, but she's also an established author in her own right. Uh, we have Cynthia Exum, who is the founder and CEO of the Lurk Le- the Leimert Park uh Village Book Fair. Uh, she's been running that for about uh, I think she's going on her fifteenth year or something. Mm, she has mm-hmm. Jennifer Lewis as her ambassador for last year and she's just doing a phenomenal job with that. And um and, and am I missing somebody? I <laughs> just I'm trying to remember. Um but it's just gonna be an amazing day. Oh God, we have Gina Prince by oh, yes. the wood director of the Woman King. Yes. How did I yeah. So yes. exciting. Um, And uh, the conference part of it, we have Coach Wendy Gladney, who is doing our Season of Greatness Symposium for our conference. And it's just, uh, we have a Role Models for Success Youth Forum. So we just got a jam-packed day um, with this, and it's just going to be an amazing time. The website for the BBA, uh, the Black Business Association, is bbala.org bba.la.org, and they can go there and learn more about us. Um, and 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 if you want to come, it's still time to register.
1: Absolutely, and we will be there broadcasting live. And I certainly hope that uh, we get a chance to talk to all of the ladies who are being saluted. And Regina Wilson will be with us on the 28th Wonderful. from the California California Black Media. She'll be with us. And I really want to talk to Gina Prince-by-the-wood.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that would be great. That would be absolutely fabulous. So it will be a fantastic day not to be missed. So folks, get out there, get registered, get there. You want to be there. And last time, Sarah told me how many people were there. It's going to be 400. And since then, I'm sure the number has grown. So don't yeah. forget, go to bbala.org, register and be there Saturday, the 25th of March from 8 to 3.30 p.m. It's going to be a fantastic day, and we will be there. And and uh there was a hand up to make a comment or a question, and I'm sure she will say that to whatever it was. You'll talk to her on Saturday, Sarah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Well, it has been fantastic having you on you will be back and thank you so much for gracing our stage here it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure pleasure. and you have enlightened us you have given us the information that i did not have so thank you so much sarah and you have been listening to the intentional talk radio network right here itrnradio.com and don't forget folks you can find us on all of your social media platforms follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. You'll find us there. You will also find us on all of the podcast platforms. We're there. Join us again right here on itartandradio.com. This is Intentional Talk Radio Network, where we talk to you, for you, with you, and about you. And it is all good. So have a good evening. Stay out of the weather as they tell you. Trees are down. Flooding is everywhere, rain, snow, stay home, stay home. Have a good evening, everyone. We will speak with you tomorrow. Tomorrow's another day and another show. We'll speak with you then. Take care. In the mix, conversations with Paulette and Corliss. Tomorrow, 5 o'clock, right here on itrnradio.com. Take care. Be safe.